What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. A.K.A. Leroy. Um, did I say A.K.A. Leroy? A.K.A. Yeah. Leroy. Jen- all, Jenkins? Yeah, Leroy is my alias. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my co-host. This is uh, Eli... Uh, uh, i putting you in the spot. Eli, Bo- Eli Boy Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm putting you in the spot. Get me quick on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're back with the episode, and actually a bunch of shit happened on this episode. Actually, a bunch of shit happened yesterday, but we decided to wait a day because we heard it was a, a foosball game going to be on the day. Uh, Eli, who played? Uh, who did play? Patriots, oh, and the Jets, yeah. Patriots and the Jets, okay. So, yeah. they had a Monday night football game going on, football game, but we don't give a shit about that. We only we cared not. because they, have, they announced the Star Wars trailer that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they announced a trailer for the trailer the day before, and then two hours before Monday Night Football, they had a trailer for that trailer. To let you know the trailer was coming. Yeah. I was like, the okay. teaser for the teaser, then the teaser for the trailer. <laughs> like, <laughs> when did this shit happen? Just, just drop the fucking trailer, you know. But we're going to talk about Star Wars later on in the podcast. Uh, Eli, before we get deep into the podcast, can we talk about this France for Coppola shit? You want to? Very quick. Bring it on. No, 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 no. Put put your gloves down, Eli. Put the guns down. We're not gonna go that route. <laughs> we we sparred oh, plenty of times with Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> so no, we're not gonna go that route. We have sparred way too much on online and offline over this bullshit. So I'm gonna do it in a different direction than what we've done it before. <laughs> So, yeah, so Fanciful Coppola also came out talking shit about the MCU, basically saying that, no, Martin Scorsese was actually being too nice. <laughs> no, really, they're despicable. You know, that's what he was saying. Like, like his nephew Nicolas Cage movies aren't despicable. You know, I'm having a bad, bad day. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, Eli. That's why I decided to go on our fan page and decide to have a little fun with this. Mm-hmm. And then you ever Yeah, see- what the fuck happened? Like, you told me about it, and I went, like, God damn. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of took it a little too far, but I just did a little something, dropped a little grenade, and it kind of went over here. So basically, what I did on our fan page, if anybody keeps with our fan page, I decided to do a little Force Francis Ford Coppola versus Marvel, you know, just to see how it goes, just see what happens. So I decided to go on Metacritic and find Francis Coppola's best movie, which was The Godfather. You know, I don't know why when Godfather part, part two, you think it would be part two, but no, Godfather was what they said his best one. A hundred credits, uh, Metacritic score. Only movie I think only that has a Metacritic a hundred Metacritic score. Okay. And I look for the the highest uh, rated Marvel movie, which was surprising to none, Winter Soldier. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Eli, that, that kind of makes that sense. Is, I did not know that. that and on Metacritic, yeah, I, I looked and I'm like, huh. Oh, uh, 
Well, Winter Soldier. Okay, because you think about it, Winter Soldier is the only movie that nobody talks shit about. Like that's a mo- one movie that nobody picks apart. Like people pick yeah. apart Black Panther. Oh, the CGI shit. You know, people talk about Endgame. Oh, it's three hours long and two hours don't do shit. People talk the about Infinity travel. War. Yeah. You, know, you know, they they would just go down the line and just start name movies. Avengers, this this, and you know that. But Winter Soldier, nobody ever picks it apart. You know, for the most part, everybody agrees on that movie. You know, they yeah, don't talk yeah. about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it's a fucking raccoon. You know, n- none of that shit. You know, they like the movie. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty fair to put Godfather versus <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier. And like, which is the better movie? And just go and just see what happens. And it was a very interesting Eli. I, mean, I don't know if you kept up with it, but it was very interesting. I read, I, I caught a few of the... <laughs> The comment section went nuts. I know that I, shit. I, I caught a few of it for a little bit. I was on the shitter, and yeah. I, I, I it was an entertaining shit. I was. <laughs> oh, like that's the first time I think our our page has ever been that active for a day. Like, <laughs> people don't listen for a podcast. Fuck that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were like really going in in the comment section. I almost went in there and started banning, but I was like, let them fight. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck it. Because <laughs> you had a guy that came on our comic book fan page saying, why don't you fuckers watch a real movie? You know? Like, dude, do you know who you... This is maybe not the page you need to be saying this shit to. But here's the funny thing about it, Eli. For, like, the first five hours, that shit was tied. Okay. Yeah, yeah Winter Soldier and Godfather were tied with each other. They're like, 50-50, <laughs> like, right now. And it was, like, in, like, 200 apiece. You know, going back and forth, like, okay, this is getting nuts. I didn't expect this to happen, but eventually, Godfather pulled away, and I think the, uh, I think the poll was like sixty thirty or something like that. So you know, but yeah, for for a while there, even when was actually beating Godfather for a second, <laughs> it's it's really funny, man. You can hear it is hear the comments going back and forth. You know, one dude said, "Well, one movie is a a cinematic masterpiece that will be talked about for ages," and the other is Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I, I just thought it was funny. It was just fun to have, you know, people just having movie back and forth. But like I said, yeah. Eli, I wasn't gonna go to war with you over this. We were just gonna have some fun with it, and we're gonna move on to the next topic. Okay, I got. I'll just say this one thing. Okay. Now, I love comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic book movies. I spent the last five years recording podcasts mm-hmm. talking about the validity of comic books and comic book movies. Spent my whole life defending comics. Defending comic art, defending Stan Lee, mm-hmm. you know. So, I also love Scorsese and Coppola movies, mm-hmm. and I will defend them too. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, it's and okay that's what I like both. Yeah, I, I like them both. This ain't no tribal warfare to me. <laughs> I'm not taking it personal. You know what they said? I'm like, okay, I can take constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. I respect their opinion, and you know what? Okay, if that's how you see it, I can agree. I, 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 I see what you, I, I see their point, but that don't mean I don't like Marvel or Marvel movies. Yeah. So everybody just needs to chill the fuck out. Let these <laughs> grandpas just bitch and you know whatever. You know, it's funny that you brought up metal. You know, when you yeah. said metal, metal music, I was like, yeah, as a metalhead. I've always liked shit that no one ever else liked, and I never gave a shit. <laughs> right. So I'm kind of used but to the, it. It's, it's one, it. That's the thing, Eli. It's one thing to have an opinion. It's one thing to not like something. 
This is something different. These guys like waging war. They're trying to go after and attack Marvel. They're well, they're, they're being gatekeepers. Like yeah, some they're, random. They're if my, ask my, questions. My, yeah, my they, they, right. They give me questions. But like I said, if it was yeah. some random person that said fuck Marvel, my mom said fuck Marvel. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. You know, which she has said before. You know, but like I said, these guys have power. So you have Martin Scorsese opening the floodgates, making this okay. That okay, we need to band together and actually do something to stop these Marvel movies. And it feels like it's feel like elitist gatekeeping. That's all. Well, That's they all. Don't I'm saying. Really, they don't really have the power because they can't get their movies in the theaters anymore. True. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when the last movie Francis Co- Coppola even made? I mean, shit. Yeah, they they've always made. You know, I mean, they're both independent filmmakers. You know. Yeah. I mean, Scorsese's never made a mainstream movie, and you know, I mean, shit. Wall Street was. I, I was. Yeah, I, I suppose, but still, that's like a three-hour movie on an asshole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no happy ending to that. You know, and and fucking yeah, Coppola, he makes. Yeah, I mean, Godfather isn't very Hollywood either. And Godfather Two, which they say is better, I mean, that's that's about an asshole too. That's about that's about a villain. Yeah. You know? and I posted that today. I was like, you know, just to try to like maybe, maybe hey, you guys, what to appreciate, you know, what they do because I know all the comic nerds are like, fuck the Godfather, fuck uh, you Batman. know, and that's what they were saying on my yeah. <laughs> Winter Soldier like, post. You know, <laughs> Godfather's boring. I'm like, okay. Comic book nerds. Come on, Eli. You know they had to trigger you a little bit, just a little bit. Nerds are supposed to be smart. (laughs) If you think God, that is the biggest myth of all time that nerds are smart. That is that is a flat out lie. (laughs) Yeah, because if you think Godfather's boring, then you better rethink rethink the the terminology for yourself. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, you know, I I I, yeah, I appreciate both. I love those movies. I grew up on the Godfather. I'm, I'm. Fucking Italian from New York. What do you fucking expect? So I, <laughs> I, I got those movies memorized. Right. You know. <laughs> but I just posted the scene earlier today. Just say, hey, try to like smooth things out. Okay, comic fans, pretend I showed the, a scene from The Godfather. Let's pretend this was, you know, an X Men movie. Right. And this was like the Hellfire Club, and they're meeting with Trask or a senator or or Stryker, and just you know, imagine that, and then just watch, you know. Watch it play out, and it, it's the same themes. It's the exact same themes that you see in comic books. Mm-hmm. So, eh, whatever. I'm, I'm, kind of like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, like my I'm, my I, thing is fun to entertain for a day. Past that, yeah. like it is, it's just like you said, it's an old man yelling in the cloud. You know, just move on from there. Yeah. yeah, it is, and don't don't take it so personal. You know, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, because next week it'll be another old ass dude coming out saying, "Oh, these movies suck," shit like that. You know, last year was Spielberg said the same shit. You know, he right? Said the same shit, and you know, said Bill Maher said some shit, but he was an asshole. Bill Maher, Bill Maher, I think was the more of an asshole. Where because like I they mean, were just you know, like, he, he called the movie he called Marvel movies despicable. <laughs> that's because I mean, they asked him. That's the shit you say for like snuff films. You know, I mean, what what the what the fuck is Marvel done that's despicable? That's what I want to know. I mean, well, they keep asking him the questions. He, he's re- receiving an award for his movies. And say, hey, what do you think of your buddy Marty talking all this shit? And he said, well, I think he, you know. So they asked him, and he told them. Whereas Bill Maher, I felt like he went out of his way. Right. Really Nobody attack. asked him. Nobody. Yeah. And you're gonna say this after Stanley died. 
Yeah, which is, is like, like the worst shit you can do. Yeah, like six months after he died, he's still pissing and moaning. Right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty shitty, but <laughs> these are just assholes. Like, hey, trying to still do their shit, still trying to make movies, and then you know they asked him about it. What do you think of comic book movies? And he, what do you think they're gonna think of comic book movies? You know. Well, well, well <laughs> so, hold on, because Bill Maher did say somebody asked him about it also, because you know he runs a. Technically, he runs a podcast also, if you want to be technical. And somebody asked him, what do you think about Stanley's death? And that's when he started being all assholish. Yeah, they asked him once, and, and he didn't. He said some shit, and then he said some shit again. Right. <laughs> you know, I think because, because he saw I had pissed people off, he was like, oh, I, I'm triggering people. I can just really yeah. lean in on it now. You know. Yeah, and he's a comedian, and he, that's his, his job. Is he, he wants to push buttons. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. So, but, all right. All right, we, we we done with this. We yeah, you, yeah. no, you, you put the guns down, the pitchforks, everything. Okay, <laughs> we move on with the podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead to the actual podcast. We talk about the uh, box office numbers, and Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? I bet you it's a Disney movie. It is a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't even try anymore. Those, You're just those like fuck it, just fucking Disney. Movie. <laughs> you don't even try anymore, Eli. It's like it's a Disney movie. <laughs> Disney movie. <laughs> it was the movie. Hogging up all the screens, right? <laughs> Which is why they keep saying "fuck Marvel." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, check out Scorsese movie on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, limited time screen, one night only at a theater twenty miles away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the number one movie is okay. How do I say this? Male- blah, blah. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah. Okay, I can't say that. Maleficent. Okay, Mistress of Evil. That's the mm-hmm. second one. They're saying pretty doing good, but it's not doing Disney good. That's what they're saying. Uh, number two, Joker. Still hanging in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's making money. Oh, matter of fact, before we keep going, where is Joker right now? Okay, Eli, guess what Joker is right now? Her Joker is like smashing records. Smashing records. It, I think is. let me look. I'm not even going to think because I have the numbers right here. We are not. We got it covered. We will actually say <laughs> the correct numbers. Um... Open the weekends, open the weekend releases. Okay, where are we right now? Oh yeah, it did it. Okay, so officially Joker is the highest grossing already movie of all time. Oh wow, really? Like already. Damn. And it's still in the theater, still going. Uh keep in mind it, it won't be played in China, it's banned in China. So it won't hit a billion. Uh right now is it seven hundred thirty eight million. That's damn. Yeah. So it's be- bigger than Venom. Bigger than Venom. Well, and... Venom was PG thirteen. So. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. De- De- wait, Deadpool. wait, 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 wait. You're right, Deadpool. Let me see. Did it be Deadpool? I think. Look at this. Let's see. Oh nope, sorry. Deadpool got it. Deadpool got it. I, I misspoke. Oh. I spoke on a turn. My mom is doing way off. Okay, like I said, we we say we not we got to cover, and then we do some we got to cover bullshit anyway. So yeah, it's not the highest grossing already movie of all time. It's closing in. When it's all yeah. said and done, it probably will be when it's all said and done. But yeah, it's at seven hundred thirty eight million right now. I doubt the Joker would do a billion because, like I said, it won't get released in China. So it's probably gonna float around at eight hundred eight hundred fifty million something like that, and probably uh, tape out. Which for a movie that only I think only spend fifty five million. It may end up being the most profitable movie of all time. But they didn't spend shit on this well, movie. Yeah, it was yeah, it was just sets. Yeah, that's about it. 
Yeah, so that's about it. So, yeah, uh, number three, we have Zombieland 2, Double Tap. Eli, you got something for me oh, on that one? I saw it. Okay. Uh, do the review now? or? Yeah, fuck it. Go for it. Surprisingly, it was good. I was, really? I heard some bad things I, about it. But that was from critics, so. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. I was really surprised how good it was. Because I was like, you know, zombie movies, they're kind of, you know, the trend has been, the trend has been over for years. You know, the zombie movie trend. It's been on a down slope basically ever since Walking Dead. You know, maybe the, you know, and like halfway through Walking Dead season four or whatever, you know, it's basically kind of a a dying genre, no pun intended. (laughs) You know, the zombie movie. We're we're like at least 10 years out of the peak of zombie mania. Um, So, in fact, the first zombie movie came out at a time when zombie movies were at their peak and kind of on the downslope on the way. And and they kind of made a comment about that because zombie land is kind of a parody. It kind of pokes fun at the genre. It's like Deadpool, you know. And in fact, it's the same people who made Deadpool. Um, the okay. same writers. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking. It's, it's, it's poking fun at the genre, poking fun at zombie movies, poking fun at The Walking Dead and shit. Um, it's very funny. A lot of, you know, violent action. But at the core, it's about a family. It's all about the family genre, uh, family drama and the camaraderie between the characters. And they're the ones who sell, you know, so you actually care about what's going on and they work. They got some good chemistry. All all the all the actors, they it keeps it brisk and you care, you know, even the new ditzy blonde that showed up. You know, I thought I was going to get tired of How much is she in the movie? She's for the for a substantial part of the movie. They find her about halfway through. And you would think that she's going to, she was, you know, I thought she was going to be like a Harley Quinn. Like she'd be annoying and, you know, get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. But she was not. She actually made me laugh. I thought that was going to get, you know, the dumb blonde jokes. I thought that was going to get played out. But mm-hmm. it wasn't. I, like I said, I was surprisingly entertained. And I came out of it like, wow, that was actually way better than I thought it was going to be. And it also still makes, it, it also, like the zombie zombie movies, they're, they're always social commentary, you know, um, and this one does it too. It's, it's about the, you know, clashing of cultures, clashing of generations, you know, and it has, it makes statements about, you know, millennials and all that stuff and, you know, guns and all that. There's comments on gun control and all that shit. But in the end, they all work together. It's all about if you all work together, we can find a common ground and, succeed and that's kind of the message of the movie you know come finding a common ground and 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 coming together for the greater good so had, 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 it was a feel-good zombie movie so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first was like a you know it was like a basic comedy so you know they don't take yeah. it so seriously what i've been hearing is that they were trying to turn it into a tv show anyway but they didn't so they said make a movie so that's what i heard yeah and they they yeah the first one was supposed to be a tv show mm-hmm. but they, they're like, there's no way they're gonna sell that level of violence on TV. Yeah, and then I mean, here comes if, the you, if you watch the movie again, it did feel like, even though it was the same character, it felt like skits. You know, they were going yeah. from like one comedy scene to the next comedy scene, or whatever, like different yeah. stories, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's it is refreshing, you know, especially after you know almost ten years of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know that that's such a dreary, you know, bummer of a show to watch. 
watch. Which most zombie, you know, things yeah. are. That's the thing, is that that is the zombie genre. Zombie movies sort of end. They're always ending on such a downer. Mm-hmm. Either they don't survive or their sanctuary is overrun and they gotta leave. But it's always post apocalyptic anyway, so you can't yeah, have a happy a, ending yeah. with that. So Yeah, so the zombie movie by you know by by standard is always such a downer, but this movie is not. It's it's actually quite uplifting and quite funny and it was a good time. It was a good time. You know, I saw it because I was bored. Because my kid really wanted it. My kid wanted to see it more than I did. And I was like, sure, I'll go watch a zombie movie. Fuck it. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, this was actually really good. <laughs> I was surprised. Very surprised how good it was. So, yeah. All right. You got a slap score on it. 4.5 out of 5. It was that good. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommended by Eli. Yeah. All right. So, let's see what else we have. We have The Adams Family. Uh, the okay. new one still hanging in there. Uh, number five, Gemini Man. Ooh. Uh Eli, I guess I guess you eating cake and ice cream over there and having a party because <laughs> Will Smith is taking a taking a beating on this one. Oh, it's not it's the Will the Will Enium shot or whatever. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's news reports all over. They're saying that reportedly it might take a seventy five million loss on this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the type of shit that get you kicked out of Hollywood. Well, damn. Well, he's got no wonder why Bad Boy, whatever three is coming out. Yeah, but when that flops, then he's really gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I mean, did but you see the trailer for that? Nah, I, I saw it on Facebook and I was, I, I ignored it. Oh, I well, then I saw it. that. I, yeah, I saw that. I saw it for Zombieland. Yeah, it was in the front of. Zombie I mean, it could be kind of they're saying bad boys. Both of the dudes like in their fifties, and I'm like, y'all not bad boys. Y'all like, you know, <laughs> old men. Like this, this shit doesn't even. Because Will Smith could look like he can possibly kind of still pass for action hero. Martin Lawrence, no. He need to hang that yeah, shit up. I, I, will, I, I will admit that I did laugh at one point in the trailer. Okay. And it was because of Martin Lawrence. He made, Martin Lawrence made me laugh. Okay. Well, maybe when the action movie come out, I'll see. look at these jokes completely fresh and that's it. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, people are wondering about, like, why did this movie, you know, tank? Why did this movie, you know, even though you got Will Smith star power? And I was telling people on Facebook, I mean, like, the, the age and – Scorsese and Coppola will back me up on this. <laughs> you know, the days of the movie stars, you know, putting butts in the seats, that day that day is done. Yeah. Yo, that, that's over. So just because you put a person in a movie and say, oh, I'm going to go see this person's movie, uh-uh, that's it. Maybe The Rock. And even he is hit or miss. Like, he's not even yeah. guaranteed. Now, unless it is a sequel or as an adaptation, people are not getting out to see, getting, getting out, uh, going to the movies to see a movie. And yeah. even then, not, and even then, it's not guaranteed. You might get a Hellboy, yeah. and they say still might say fuck this movie. And 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 that's because movies are you know it costs like a fucking hundred dollars to go to a movie now. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they're gonna get expect. That's what they expect. It's right. a theme park, just like Martin Scorsese. People want to go to a theme park. They don't want to yeah. see a movie. They want to see yeah. a theme park. Yeah. They want the 3D and, and the popcorn and the. The seats rumbling and all rumbling the shit. and all the shit spraying all over your face and the smell of Thanos's balls. Right. <laughs> if I can't smell Thanos's balls, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. I, I that that ain't worth twenty bucks. That may be the quote of the year for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the thing. You got to give people a reason to get out their seats. If I can just watch the same movie, you know, at uh, you know, on TV. And it's no different experience than I'm at, you know, at the movies. Like, why, why bother? Yeah. Well, I got the AMC uh, A-list mm-hmm. subscription. So 20 bucks a month, it's pretty much as many movies as I want. Well, th- up to three movies a week. I need I need a three. Okay. Yeah, that's 
I mean, yeah. who can watch three movies in a week? So that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I need to look into that. I need to look into. So that people myself. are asking how you see all the movies and shit. Well, yeah, I got this. I got it for Christmas, and it, you know, by the second week, by the second movie, it's paid for itself. You know, and yeah. also I get points. I, you know, each movie goes to your stub points or whatever the fuck. Yeah, don't you and, get like um, uh points off uh I mean like discounts on popcorn and coke yeah, and like almost every every almost like every other time I go to the movies, I get like five dollars off of some shit. Nice. Okay. So, um, damn it, pays for itself. So yeah. So people ask me, oh, you see so many movies? Well, yeah, because I got twenty bucks a month. I, 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 you know, I get to go at least three times a week. <laughs> okay. So that may be the way it needs to go. So yeah. all right. What else we got? Uh, number six, Abominable. Uh, number seven, Downton Abbey. Uh, number eight, Judy. Oh, Judy Garland. Yeah. I saw a commercial for it. Well, I saw a poster for it. So I know Renee Zellweger. Did I say it right? Zellweger. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Yeah, her. Uh, number nine, Hustlers, the stripper movie, and number mm-hmm. ten, It Chapter Two, still hanging in there. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah, uh, actually pretty good, and I think that's pretty much all the superhero movies we have for the year. You know, so pretty good year uh, overall. Yeah, I'm probably gonna put a post up later on and ask what everybody's favorite superhero movie. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get some interesting posts depending on that. You know. We'll see how it goes. But Eli, can we can we dive into the the TV shows now? Sure. Okay. Well, let's just jump into that because even though we're done with the TV, the superhero movies, now the superhero TV shows are starting to get kicked off, and we want to talk about Watchmen. Well, I guess you want to talk about Watchmen. Here's the thing. I did you not watch it? I, I did, but I didn't. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. So fell I was, asleep again. <laughs> I, I wasn't asleep. I was preparing for the podcast. <laughs> I'm like I got a bunch of comics to read, so I'm gonna read these comics and shit like that. So I'm gonna just put Watchmen on in the background and just let it play. And I'm pretty sure it'll be some beats here and there I'll catch on and kind of figure. You know, like the CW, like with Flash and you know Arrow and shit like that. You can kind of just peek your head up every 15 minutes and kind of know what the fuck's going on. I, I guess. Okay. Watchmen, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, you gotta gotta pay attention. Yeah, like you know, you watch a Supergirl, you're like, okay, Martian Manhunter got kidnapped. Okay, he got his ass. Okay, I, I know what's going on. Watchmen, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had no idea what the fuck was going on, and I didn't have enough time to like rewind and watch it again. So I'm just like, fuck it, I just have Eli just spoon feed me this shit, just see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so tell it to me very slowly, Eli. <laughs> what happened in this move in this TV show? <laughs> Well, I don't know when this this is the context or what is canon. Right. I'm like, not sure yeah, what the fuck is The whole thing I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck does he even have to do with Watchmen? Yeah. It's like, I guess, it's, is it like a sequel? I guess that takes place. Imagine like if watch, the Watchmen comic really happened. Or, right. And now it's present day. It's 2019 in that Watchmen universe. Okay. I guess. I think that's what is going on. Now, the cops and superheroes are have teamed up, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. They're on the same side. The cops are working with the supers. Um, there's a white supremacist group called the 7th Cavalry that have sort of twisted Rorschach's ideology. They all dress up like Rorschach. They, war- they wear Rorschach masks. Okay. They look like the Klan, you know. Um, and there's some sort of white supremacist, you know, group that's trying to overthrow the government. Okay. That's going on. And basically, they're starting some shit. They kill a cop or they shoot a cop. He hasn't died. But they shoot a cop at the beginning. 
and they're trying to basically the, the first episode is this them sort of trying to investigate. They they know that the clan or not the clan the cavalry seventh cavalry with the K um, is is responsible. So it's just about them sort of busting up their terror cells. That first episode, um, and spoilers. Don Johnson's character, he's like the the chief of police or whatever. Mm-hmm. He gets killed. I did first see that. Yeah, he's dead at the end of the episode. So now he's he's dead. over the cavalry, right? He's no, he's the cop. Okay, he's he's had he's like chief of police, but they killed him because they were getting too close because like, they raided one of their compounds. So I think somebody, I think some. There's a there's some cops that are probably part of the group. That's what I think. There's there's some mole shit going on. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what I think is going uh as far as like the storyline. But as far as like the Watchmen universe, there's like yeah, there's like super they, they do re- references to you know, the Minuteman I heard. I heard the squid like it started raining squids at some point. I don't yeah. know what that's about. <laughs> but you know in the comic they had the squid monster. Yeah, monster, but yeah. I don't know why it's raining squids, because didn't that thing blow up, or is that what's why it's raining squids? Because the thing blew up. Guess. Didn't the squid blow up? I, I thought it wasn't even really a squid monster. He just like made it, made it shit up or something. I don't know. I don't know. But they have like storm warnings, and it just starts raining squids, which is just I don't I don't know. I don't know why that's happening. That that was just weird. It, it just feel like they made another property, and it's like you know what, <laughs> like like just stick Watchmen. It's like they did with the Joker. You know, kind of. You can't make yeah. Taxi Driver. But you can make Joker with Taxi Driver on it. So you can make this, you know, this clan shit, but just stick Watchmen on it. And this so, is Mississippi burning Watchmen style. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it over again. What was in the heat yeah. in the heat of the night? You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. call me <laughs> Mr. Tibbs. You know, that's what the yeah. fuck this is, you know. <laughs> like I said, yeah. they they're getting smarter, Eli. They're adapting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, next thing you know, they'll make an X-Men with the Godfather with X-Men. <laughs> it's an idea waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, Hellfire Club. Now, please <laughs> tell me, because this is the only part that I did pay attention to. What the hell did the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre have to do with anything of this? Well, it, well, it takes place in Tulsa. Okay. Um, I think, because some kid survives. Remember at the beginning, he's watching some, like, serial yeah, it's supposed to be some black hero and the black superhero. Yeah, um, the hooded justice or whatever the fuck he was called. Mm-hmm. He's in the theater while the little black kids watching that in the theater, and then that's when the bombing starts. Right, and then he walks outside, and it's the whole, you know, Tulsa bombing, um, and he escapes. But I think remember Louis. But, and there was a baby Jr. there too. It was like yeah. he gets signed, like take care of the boy, and he yeah, and he take gets care a baby. of this baby. Right. And then you see Louis Gossett Jr. He's in a wheelchair. I think that oh, baby is Louis, Louis Gossett, Gossett Jr. Jr. must be the baby. Yeah, because he's Louis Gossett Jr. is an old man in a wheelchair. Okay, so what the fuck did Louis Gossett Jr. have to do with anything? I mean, I know he's an old in a wheelchair, and I know he's I sitting know. there at the end with Don Johnson swinging from a tree. But yeah. what does he have to do with anything? I don't know, because I think he's really – is he your grandfather? What's your name? The Night Nurse or Night Ninja or Night Nun? What was her name? Oh, I don't Regina know. Regina King's King. character. Yeah. She was like a, she was like a superhero. Yeah. With like a nun, she dressed up like as a nun. I love Regina that. King, but every time I hear her talk, all I hear is Huey from the Boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of takes me out of the moment, you know. But that's that's just me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, she yeah. So Regina King, she's a superhero. She works with the cops. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's her dad or granddad, because at the beginning she's like, he asks her about 
you know, when her restaurant's opening and shit. And then he goes something like, you think I can lift 200 pounds? So I think he might have abilities or something. I don't know. They haven't really explained. So we're, this is, like I said, this is episode one. Okay. Because it feels like, to me, Eli, like the Tulsa, Oklahoma bombing was shoehorned in. Okay. And I don't know how I feel about that. You know, just to just throw in a, like a real event that most people hadn't heard of, just throw it in for shock value. You know. I, I, I get that. I think that they're – what I found interesting is they're really, they're really tackling racism in this thing. Right, and if you want to attack racism, if you really want to drive that point home, do the talk. Can I? Can I? I mean, can we go to history class for a second? Sure. Because they don't talk about this in the history books in, in your school. Yeah. So let me just actually talk about the Tulsa, Oklahoma bombing. So if anybody actually seen Watchmen and saw the beginning of that, saw Tulsa, Oklahoma, nineteen twenty-one. Yes, that was a real event. It really happened. Well, the whole thing behind it because I want everybody to Google Black Wall Street. That's what the whole Black thing happened from. Yes. Yeah. So Black, Black Wall, Wall Street, back to time, we all know in the South that every, segregation was a thing. Well, the thing is, Black Wall Street, the black dollar in Black Wall Street actually was worth more money than the other dollar in Oklahoma. And the other people didn't like that. So they made up some bullshit. Somebody got raped. Somebody got beat up. Whatever like that. Just an excuse to attack, you know, uh, Black Wall Street and to destroy it. And what they did actually sent planes, like you saw in the show, sent planes and bomb the area. You know, completely destroyed it, killed everybody. And they like to call in. Sometimes you like to hear it called the, the Tulsa riots of 20. There was no fucking riot. It was a yeah. massacre. Yeah. People were killed left and right. That's what happened in there. That's why I kind of feel kind of funny about them just using this for shock value. And, and hopefully they'll bring it home in the next episode, something like that. But I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of like you start off a show with 9-11. And then you do it about, you know, the Avengers yeah. and all that shit, you know. Yeah. I, and I think... I mean, oh, and I'm, I'm, I got another thing I mean, about that because, uh, and actually, I find this out later on about the whole Tulsa bomber uh, incident. So there's a band from Tulsa, Oklahoma called the Gap Band. You probably heard of them, uh, Charlie Wilson, big big dude. So there was a song called "You Drop the Bomb on Me, Baby." Oh yeah, that song yeah. was about that. Everybody thought it was a love song. No, they Damn, were talking about. I did the, not know that. Yeah, they were talking about the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre because they actually. Well, from goddamn, o- that's a boner killer, like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Matter of fact, Gap actually means from like the streets. I actually looked up today. It's like whatever the streets are, like uh, Pine and Avenue or something like that. The streets that surrounded Black Wall Street, it, they were like G A P. That's where the Gap Band comes from. Oh no shit. Yeah. So, really fucked up, but yeah. I still love that song. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Now that now I'm going to listen to that in a whole new context. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I'm thinking well, we know a the love song. It's kind of like you listen to Baby Got Back and it's really about you know, like social inequality or some shit. You're like, "Wait, what, what happened?" <laughs> yeah, so, uh yeah, but that's all I got. Like I said, I had but after that I kind of lost interest in the whole show because honestly, watching the Tulsa Oklahoma massacre, I didn't know how I wanted to even if I even wanted to continue with this show. That's the thing. Cuz well, I didn't I, know I what think... angle they were taking it. I mean, this is funny. Not well, it's not funny, but mm-hmm. I read Bitterroot earlier this year. That mm-hmm. comic, the horror comic. Which I, that think, they, I think they sold the movie rights to that also. Or TV yeah, they're, they're supposed they're, they're making a show or a movie out of it. Uh, yeah. David F. Walker and uh, some other bunch of writers, bunch of black artists got together and made this really awesome horror comic called Bitterroot. And they, there's characters in there, in that story that experienced the the Tulsa bombings. Oh shit! Okay. So. That's what I thought of when I when I was watching it. I was like, oh shit, they, these motherfuckers just ripped off Bitterroot. 
<laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I also think they're shedding light on this event. Right. You know? Because it's an event which, that most people don't know about. Like I said, it's not in history which, at all. You know? Which will educate, which will, like you said, bait and switch. What did they do with the Joker? They mm-hmm. fucking made a Joker movie with Taxi Driver and they, they exposed comic book nerds to Martin Scorsese, who they love right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one of the comics Martin Scor- or one of the comments that Martin Scorsese said was comic book movies don't educate and kids aren't going to learn shit from comic book movies. Well, I think this this just gave, gave a bit. Basically slapped him in the face. Right. Hey, sh- everything um, I learned about Norse mythology, I learned from a Thor comic. <laughs> from so. Thor. <laughs> I learned from a from black metal, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but I, yeah, um, I think them including that because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh shit, they're going uh, here. Honestly, Eli, I had no that, interest in this show at all. You know, yeah. because so many people have tried to redo Watchmen without Alan Moore and it just falls flat on his face. I'm like, what's the point? But when I heard about that, somebody told me at work that they did a tomo. I'm like, they did what? That's when I went out and yeah. started watching the show. Other than, because before yeah, that, so, I didn't I didn't care. Yeah, because I was just curious. I was like, fuck it. The Watchmen show's on. Let me let me check it out. And I didn't think I was going to give a fuck. But that opening, like, hooked me in. Yeah. I was like, wow, they're going there. And the... And the fact that the when as the show went on, like they're really diving into race, so it seems like they're attacking race and racial tensions the same way the the original Watchmen comic comic tackled the Cold War when it was first mm-hmm. released. Oh, you say nationalism, basically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like they're they're this show is a, is attacking or tackling issues that are very relevant right now. And going there, like just straight up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't know about this, did you? Mm-hmm. You don't know about. And, and, but see, Eli, <laughs> this is the whole this is the whole point I'm trying to make. Like seeing like the the conversation that we're having right now. If it was really just as frivolous or shallow as you know the gatekeepers say they are, nobody would watch this shit. Nobody would care. Yeah. You know, it's the fact that we can you know dive deep into it, especially with Watchmen. It's yeah. on the top selling list of like everybody's list. And yep. and Watchmen dealt with a lot of relevant issues of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, nuclear war. I mean, this was '86 or mid '80s. Russia and United States were fitting to kick each other's asses. Right. Nuclear war and Star Wars. I mean, that was a threat. Everyone was. I remember. I was in New York. I remember graffiti, no nukes, all over the bridges and the walls. And, oh yeah, that was know. a scary thing. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here was this comic that was commenting all that. You know commenting on these ultra fascist countries and the superheroes and the government that were trying to keep everything in order and even our heroes really weren't that heroic in that book yeah and the fact that the cops and the superheroes are on the same side now that's a comment in itself in the show that is a comment where they go with that you know yeah there's a distrust of cops in fact in the show the cops aren't allowed to use their guns they had to fucking he, he's got authorized use. He's got his gun is on lockdown in his car, and he has to call in to get, you know, permission to use his gun, and they have to unlock it from the station. And I think whoever I think whoever was unlocking that gun set him up because he kept delaying it. So that's just another theory of mine. I guess I'm into. You know what? I think I'm into the show. 
I'm a, and now that you now that you spoon fed me this show and broke it down to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it again. I didn't have a chance to like really yeah. sit down and watch because I had yeah. so much other shit going on. This, and the fact again, the fact that the, the you know this this white supremacist group is calling themselves the Seventh Cavalry with a yeah. K. Mm-hmm. The Seventh Cavalry that was Custer's regiment. Oh, that, 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 they were the ones who did the Wounded Knee massacre. They were involved with a lot of. You know, wars against natives. They, 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 they were responsible for a lot of the native removal back in back in the day. I, so, I like how you use that euphemism, removal. Yeah, yeah, removal. Yes, <laughs> military intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <clears throat> so yeah, I found that interesting. I think, like I said, they're really at- attacking racism with this show and really pushing pushing it. So that's why I was surprised that. That they that they went that deep into it, you know. Like I said, the the Tulsa thing hooked me. I was like, whoa! And the fact that Black Oklahoma, did you see that where they're doing a Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Black I saw folks that, that, and shit, and like you know. So and the fact that was it Robert Red is who was president? She says the Red for. Yeah, I think Robert Redford, like actually the real Robert Redford is the president. Like he's gonna show up in the in the show. Yeah, and he's like. Some sort of reparations or something. Like the, the one kid asked the teacher, like, "Did you pay for it with the red, the red, the Robert Redford funds or whatever the fuck he called it?" And then the kid attacked him, and you know he's racist and all that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I I was again surprised that I was that I got into it as much as I did. I, like I said, I was just curious, and then it held my attention. <laughs> so, nice. Okay. We'll we'll see where it goes. You know. Okay. Episode one, you know. <laughs> okay, give it a rating. Give it a rating. I'll give it. I'll give it a four out of five. Four out of five. It, it I, helped, I can't. It I can't give it a rating because I didn't watch it all the way through, and plus you had to break it down for me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought the superhero shit. I thought Regina King as a superhero. Yeah. I never thought I'd see that, and she was dope. She yeah. was awesome. Regina King, she's awesome in everything. She, ever yeah. since she was Brandon two two seven, I love her. And and the and the soundtrack with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, the yeah. sound like the score is cool. So mm-hmm. if you're into Nine Inch Nails, you know, check that shit out. <laughs> okay, so Watchmen, highly recommended. Oh, all right, now we actually got to talk about some depressing shit. Okay. Star Wars. Bloodshot. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Bloodshot. Okay, let's let's get a beat. Let's get a beat. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So Bloodshot came out with the uh, a teaser trailer, and for those that don't know about what Bloodshot is, because we never talk about it on this show at all, and that Not is for really a reason. Uh, Bloodshot is a '90s Valiant comic, and I won't say '90s because he actually made a, uh, a comeback, so he's relevant now. But he's yeah. a Valiant comic, so it's not DC, not Marvel. It is a ind- I won't even say independent, but another label. Yeah, you know? they got their own. They got their own u- own universe. Yeah, they own do. superheroes, own continuity, own canon, stuff like that. So Bloodshot is just like the the gateway drug. It's just to get the ball rolling. He's their Tony Stark. You know? Is he? I thought and, he was like their punt or their I mean, Deadpool. Metaphor, fig- figuratively speaking. I he's, guess he's opening the door for everybody yeah. else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not that he's yeah, Tony yeah. Stark, but he's yeah. really Wolverine. But we're not gonna Obviously. go there. <laughs> Archer and Armstrong ain't on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're gonna send all those. It, like if Bloodshot is a hit. Then they're gonna get the ball rolling on the Valiant yeah. universe, cinematic universe, the the yeah. VCU. It sounds like a sexual disease, but oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, but anyway, what Bloodshot is? So this is a movie. You saw the trailer. He's a cyborg. It reminded me of RoboCop, but whatever. Uh, point is, what you think, Eli? What you think about the, uh, the trailer? 
Blizzard. I thought it looked fucking cool as hell. I did. You know what? When I saw that trailer, I w- I got proud of Eric for a second. I, I don't, don't know Eric I did. I did. Yeah, shout out to Eric. Shout out to- I saw his band. I went to a show. I saw his band last night. Yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. I would have saw Eric and I saw they blessed that trailer, I would have hugged him. <laughs> uh, he was so he's all over the fucking Facebook. Oh, I can't wait. Man, he was it's, like, it's like seeing your son get the starting position on the football team. Man, that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how we, like, must we did how it. We felt, how we felt back in '89 when we saw the Batman trail. Right. That's how they feel now. I like I, y'all. Y'all feel what we felt like. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't get that feeling from you, but I'm happy. I'm happy for you. You know. Yeah. And it was cool. Like, wow, this looks fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, so this could get a whole thing. I'm pretty sure it's going to be R-rated because, hell, the damn trailer was R-rated. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, Red Band trailer. Yeah, it shows him getting shot in the face. And yeah, he's still going at people like that. Shit. Now, yeah. my whole thing, Eli, is that I don't know if Vin, Vin Diesel is not who I pictured as Bloodshot. When, you know, whenever I you know, read the comics or looked at the covers and anything like that, I will picture maybe somebody else. But you got to get a name for these type of movies. Like a big name like Will Smith won't sell a movie nobody heard of, but if it's like a, a comic book property or adaptation, you got a big got to get big name to sell it. Because mm-hmm. Bloodshot won't sell it on its own, but if you get Vin Diesel as a superhero, people are like, huh, okay. Even though people have never heard of Bloodshot, just the fact that you could just slap on there the and even on you saw it on the trailer, based on the best selling comic, yep. graphic novel. That's yep. all you got to say nowadays. You say that, you sell a movie. Yeah, you know, oh, it's a comic book. Okay, I've never heard of this guy before. Don't know what the fuck it's about, but I'm gonna go see it anyway. You know, fuck it. And this is just the shot in the ass that the comic book movies need nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's especially it's different, with, right? And yeah. but we gotta we gotta see what Valiant Valiant has to carve their own path. They can't yeah. out Marvel Marvel. They can't no. out DC DC. Even DC don't know what the fuck they're gonna do right now. But. <laughs> The VCU or whatever the fuck they're gonna call themselves, they have to carve their own path. If they can find their own niche and find out what makes them them, yeah. they're in there. Well, I was talking to my brother today, and he saw it. He's like, "Damn, that looks dope." He's like, "Sony should totally do, like, take Valiant properties and just go hard on." I think. And I they, think Sony Sony yeah. bought all the movies, didn't he? Like yeah, the, the movie rights. Yeah. Yeah, they he, they bought Valiant. Yeah, they okay. can do the 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 psyots or what are they called? What are the fucking Harbinger, what are the X-Men? Harbinger, the X-Men, yeah. Harbinger, yeah, right? They could totally do, like, a hard... They could be, like, the hard R comic books and, and you know, establish themselves as the ballsy, right. you know, hard violence R that, you know, that right, I want to Because Fox anymore. can't yeah. do it anymore. They got yeah. bought out by Disney. Yeah. You know, DC can do only do so much. Yes, Joker's hard R, but who else they got? Flash? Cyborg? You can't do hard yeah. R with them. <laughs> yeah. Booster Gold? I mean, shit. <laughs> so yeah, if they go that route, hard R stuff like that, they they can do it. They could, and that's just what they that's what that's just what the comic book movies need right now. Especially that after you know, OG Avengers are done. Right, and know? they can do what what DC can't do. Actually, make this mm-hmm. shit cohesive and and you know canonical, like connected. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even Marvel said this shit really won't be too connected now that Endgame is gone. So they've done it, but it won't be as connected as it is now. DC said, fuck it, we're done. So if Valiant can pull this shit together, they could, you know, they could do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, no, I'm rooting I- for those guys. 
you yeah, know. Yeah, and I thought it looked dope. I'm I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for it. I was like, wow, that looks fucking cool. Yeah, Eric, <laughs> I know you don't listen to us, <laughs> but we're rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I shared I shared it. I shared the trailer on my timeline. He like, dude, I'm so excited. Yeah, he's oh yeah. Oh yeah, Bang's gonna like, have a fucking two hour podcast on. Oh that. yeah. <laughs> The Green Ranger from the yeah. '90s. He probably gonna co-host the show for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. shit! All right, so uh, okay, now can we get to the depressing shit now? I don't know what you're depressed about. I'm uh, fucking. I know. I, I know you're you're excited. I know you're excited. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Star Wars: The Rise of the Last Rebirth of the Skywalker. What was the name of it? Okay, so. Last one, according to what they're saying, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. saga. <laughs> Eli, yes, the trailer is it had me hyped. The trailer is exciting. All kind of crazy shit going on, bombarded my senses. I'm like, this is Star Wars. You know, you get that score, you know, going. I don't know, it, is John Williams back? Is he doing the score? I think this is the last one he's doing. Okay, I think he's the last one he's doing because I, I heard some remixes to the, the regular standard Star Wars theme we've heard before, but I liked it, you know. I was like, okay, yeah. that's cool, you know, because because John Williams, he can play around with this. It's his stuff. He can do what he wants to with it, you know. Yeah. Oh, but like I said, it's a trailer, Eli. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. st- my arms are still folded. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been hurt before. <laughs> you know, you can give me a, a awesome, exciting trailer, and I get in there, and I don't know, so I don't know. But they're saying we we saw the trailer tonight. They saying like whatever the first weekend of Endgame or Infinity War, something like that. They said Star Wars already shattered that for pre-order sales. Oh really? So, oh, I got so, my tickets. Yeah, I need to get my tickets after this podcast ended. Hopefully, I can I can still get get tickets. Yeah, yeah. My my theater was all I, I did. I, I, it's the late showing because that's all that's left. Yeah, so I'm gonna buy two <laughs> tickets. Have no idea who I'm going with, but I'm gonna buy two anyway. <laughs> yeah, I got two tickets too. Because last time I bought like I, I remember I bought like four tickets for like Rogue One, yeah. and then. Fucking no one wanted to go, and she was like, "Damn it!" Like, <laughs> hey, you got you got room to kick your feet up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, these are taken. <laughs> <laughs> like a asshole, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I guess it wasn't too depressing. Yeah, Star Wars. Like I said, my arms folded. Uh-huh. I'm still gonna go see it. Still gonna get tickets to it. I don't know, Eli. I'm yeah. just my. I'm, I, yeah, I'm nervous. Like That's all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I you know, it's a movie. What? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, no I matter already, what happens, I, I'm gonna be entertained. Yeah, and and I think for me, what stood out was the C3PO. Uh, yeah, you know, saying like he's gonna say that yo, yo. He's my last time seeing my friends and shit. And of course, we all know what that means. Yeah, you know, this is a goodbye. This is goodbye. Um, all I know is they better not destroy the Millennium Falcon. That's gonna be <laughs> right. They can't destroy the Millennium. Falcon. <laughs> you never know. This is it, Eli. This is this is their end game. Yeah, but that, so that we don't would, know. I, I'd be so mad. Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so they can like kill Han last, Solo, but the Millennium Falcon, that's where you don't draw the line. Don't fuck up the Millennium Falcon. Because <laughs> I felt like that was the passing of the torch. The fact that Rey got the ship, yeah. and you know, she's the new pilot, and I was like, that's the passing of the new generation. Yeah, well, I don't even so think she don't got the ship. It'd be blown to Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my shit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I thought, yeah, same thing. It looked cool. Lightsabers, spaceships, Palpatine's there doing some shit, you know, um, hearing Luke talk, you know, the shit about fear, a Jedi must face his fear, um, seeing Leia, that's gonna, 
you know, that got me the last the, the, the last trailer got me when I when I saw Leia in there and like, oh man, just knowing, you know, knowing what's right. What's, that, that's you know. that's it. You know? Yeah. So I think yeah, as a Star Wars fan, I'm stoked. I and it's it's probably gonna play with my emotions a little bit. You know, I I, I don't care. I'm stoked. I don't care. I'm not going to say it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Like, one yeah. way or another, it's gonna I'm be not going on the Internet. I'm not t- saying shit because I know Even, I'm going to post it on the fan page. You can't avoid it. <laughs> I, you think this for you Francis Ford Coppola shit was out of hand. Wait till I post the Star oh, Wars shit. I already saw, man. I already saw like between in the two hours it's come out. I've seen like thread the threads already. Oh, oh it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Like I said, fucking we've already said it. The worst thing about Star Wars are the Star Wars fans. Yeah, fucking it all up. Ruining the fun. <laughs> Fuck you. You like this, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop having fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, can we, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Can we okay. move on to the next part? Okay. Sure. So, cool. Star Wars cool. We're going to get out of here, Uh Quick things and talk about the video game section. Just some quick cleanup what we did. Last week, we talked about how Fortnite has ended. Well, Fortnite's I... back. But, of course it was. Yeah, but of course. You know, they got all kind of money. So, the old map that they had before, gone. Destroyed. That's it. Brand new map now. Got to relearn and got to pay more money for it and all the bullshit like that. But that's going to kill it there. That's not what I'm talking about. The biggest thing that happened this week with Fortnite actually came from Lady Gaga. Oh, I heard something about that. Yeah, yeah, because Lady Gaga went on Twitter and said, what's Fortnite? But she misspelled Fortnite. You know, <laughs> she, she spelled it like, the right way? Yeah, she spelled it the right way. You're like, you know, they actually two weeks. That's what a Fortnite is. That's how she spelled <laughs> it. So people just went fucking nuts. You know, oh, Lady Gaga, cancel Lady Gaga. You know, that shit like, stupid piece of shit. <laughs> right. So remember that uh, purple-haired fuck uh, ninja? Okay, you probably what? don't. The Purple dude that, the dude that, that, that got a million dollars for streaming Fortnite. He's like the Fortnite person or whatever. Did anyway, he like rape somebody or something? Not him. I think it was the other guy. But anyway. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, Ninja went on there on Lady Gaga's Twitter feed, and he wanted to shoot his shot. You know, he actually thought he had a shot at Lady Gaga. You're like, okay. Tell you what, Lady Gaga, I'm going to give you my phone number. And you can call me, and I'll give you a reason to learn about Fortnite, you know. Lady Gaga responded back like, "Who are you again?" I'm like, it's kind of fucked up. But <laughs> she don't know who Fortnite is. She don't know fucking this guy is. <laughs> like, but here's the thing: like, I actually looked this information up. Ninja yeah. actually has more YouTube followers than Lady Gaga does. Oh shit! Yeah, so it should be vice versa. Ninja might be asking, "Who are you, Lady Gaga?" You know what? what What's a Super Bowl performance, you know? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. That's all. Uh, like I said, I don't even play Fortnite. I just thought this whole news surrounding Fortnite is just funny as hell. Uh, David, say you can move on to the next part of the podcast. Sure. All right, let's do it. So this is the part where we actually talk about the comic books because it's the comic book bullies. And, yes, my fraud alert on my account has been fixed. So I actually had no excuse. So I actually read comic books this week. And, Eli, tell about your experience because your shop is shut down. So you actually had to get a new experience. Yeah, I I, I uh, made a Comixology account. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here laughing, man. Remember, I said this shit three years ago. That's the future. And Eli, <laughs> uh, not Eli, Eric, and I 
argue for fucking 20 minutes straight. Yeah, for 20 I'm, minutes. And for 20, I'm not even exaggerating because I took a snippet of it, put it on YouTube. It's fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yes, Eli, you, your <laughs> transformation to the dark side is complete. Almost complete. Not complete. Not, I, did go to the, I did go to the source and pick up Absolute Carnage and the X-Men. So I do have physical copies of those. Okay, okay. But I, I don't get discount like that. My old shop, I had like a you know, because I had a pull list. I got like a little bit of a discount because mm-hmm. I, I bought so many titles a month and shit. But um, so yeah, that that was a thing. It, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna start another one up yet. I don't, you know, I like I said, I had a rapport with those guys, and um, but I went over there just to get the physical copies of a couple of books, and then the rest I just checked out uh, Comicsology. It is it is quite convenient, I must say. You know. when, when it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it works. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. And, but I, like I said, they're, <laughs> they're owned by Amazon. Amazon makes shit way too easy. You actually just press a button. It's done. You know. Pretty and, much, yeah. Yeah, instant buy. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, so, Eli, because uh-huh. I've accidentally pressed that button a few times. <laughs> so I have a couple Squirrel Girl books in my pool <laughs> that I haven't read yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I mean, yeah. I mean, I had, um, but I had the Marvel app. I had the DC app, so it's pretty much the same thing. Only yeah. I can read the newer shit. You just the newer shit. Yeah. I, th- I wish that DC would actually oh, both DC and Marvel would sell the new shit. But I guess they have some maybe partnership with Comic Silence. They can't do it or won't do it or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So hey, can we ask you to park uh, comic books now? Yeah. Okay. So this week, I guess uh, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna lead off with it. Well, we already know the first book we're gonna do. We're gonna do yeah, X-Men. get it out of the way. Just get out of the way. This is X-Men. <laughs> get it out of the way. X-Men number one. Like I said, all the House of X and the Powers of Ten, all that's done. Now we actually get into the meat of Jonathan Hickman's era of the X-Men. And basically what the book happens off is that they find the last Orchid stronghold on Earth. The X-Men go in there, invade it, fuck everybody up, free the kids. That's it. You know, uh, they go back to Krakoa and the kids worship Magneto like he's a fucking rock star. They pretend like Magneto was the only person that went in there and just saved everybody. Like, Magneto, you single-handedly fucked those humans up and saved us single-handedly. And that one-eyed guy with the red beans in his eye, who the fuck is he? We don't know his name. He's, he must be your sidekick or something. You know, they don't care. So Magneto was just, you know, uh, like liking the worship because I think that's all he want, ever wanted to be anyway. He'd be worshiped as a god and everybody kneeled before him. But Cy- Cyclops like, you know what? Magneto can do what the fuck he want to do. I'm going to go home. And he goes to his house, and he's at the Summers house. And the epi—I mean, the the comic pretty much turns into like a a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Summers family sitcom turns into full house. You got the it Summers turns, family. It, it, there. Turns, it, 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 it turns into an X Men comic. Okay, I know you say this is so proper. <laughs> no, this is past. So this is past X Men comic. This is like family drama because before they you know interact with each other or you know it's like a soap opera. This felt like a sitcom. This felt like Family Ties or some shit. You know, the brothers are arguing with themselves, and they got the dad, you know, a gift, and they're washing dishes. And this this X Men issue was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it's like, okay, I've never read an X Men book like this. I know they they've all been a soap opera drama, but this is like a step further. So it's just like the family summer household. Everybody's there in Wolverine. Find what? out what happens when mutants stop being polite. <laughs> and start being real. Start being real. <laughs> now, here's the thing, Eli. Gomer has a theory. 
Okay. Oh shit. Don't we, we got to talk about it? We got to talk about it <laughs> because okay. everybody in that house is related except for Wolverine. So why the fuck is Wolverine there? And Gomer did some digging, or maybe he went online and saw some stuff like that. He pulled it, pulled up some like they actually got a listing of the Summers household rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, so, they got they got like the whole floor plan and shit. Yeah, because you know Hickman was an architect and he that's that's his shit. That's that's what he does. So he has a floor plan of the X Men floor plan, and for some reason, uh, Wolverine, Gene, and Cyclops rooms are like right next to each other, and Gene is between them, like Cyclops on the left, Wolverine's on the right, and they have like really? open flow where they can just come and go as they please. So, and oh, no shit. yeah, and plus, oh. and, yeah, and plus, if you uh read Mister Sinister's like notes in one of those other books before, he hinted at. That Cyclops, Wolverine, and Gene may have a deeper relationship than everybody knows about. Like he says that in the book. So, so, so they having like a threesome or something? That's what the that's what that's that's what the rumor is it right now that there's like a threesome, like a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. I don't know. And and that that's that's a big deal, huh? Well, because no, because people want to deny it. <laughs> You know, oh, that's not happening. Wolverine is so manly and masculine. He would never do that. So they just, just you know, men in black just bleep that shit out their head. You know? What I mean is, that's a that's the big revelation of this book. Pretty much, because nothing happens. It's it's, it's full house. <laughs> nothing, ha- half. nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens. Nothing happens. But fucking Wolverine is. Uh, they're both doing Jean Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that's it. I mean, like I said, I've heard rumors before back in the past that Wolverine was really trying to break them up because he really wasn't trying to go after Gene. He really wanted Cyclops. You know. You see, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what always gets me with the X-Men, man. <laughs> Turn it, turn it, yeah, man, fucking, just, man, Wolverine is just, man, okay. <laughs> Choking on my own rage here. <laughs> oh, man. Overall, yeah, let's just move past it. Overall, I give the book, uh, I give it a three out of five, because honestly, the, the the family dynamic, I'm just like, this, this is still an X-Men book. Like, why are you throwing a birthday party for your dad? X-Men. I don't know. Well, yeah. What about you, Eli? What would you give it? I guess it'll give me a. I'll give it a three out of five. I'm not completely sold on it just yet, but I'm. I, I, it's an issue one. Um. And. Yeah, it's an issue one. Now that I think about it, did it really hook me yet? It's an issue one. Shouldn't it like wow me? Yeah, it didn't wow me, but I know Hickman had all these other setup books for this. But you think this X Men one supposed to come out the gates? Yeah, and it's I just like, turned into you know, yeah, the Cosby Show, you know, the second half. Just, I mean, I, I, you know, introduction to the world and shit, and I already knew what was happening. Yeah, because so he spent all that other time explaining it to us. Yeah, you, you, he set all this other shit up, and now it just this seems like it's just more setup, like he's setting up some more shit. And I know Hickman's takes forever. That's why, and that's probably why. I'll maybe I'll I'll, I'll read the second issue. If Eli, I'm not Eli, sold, I'm gonna I'm I'm make a confession. I'm gonna make a confession. Yeah. I think I'm about to hop off the train. <laughs> I, I I know you I know you looking at me crazy right now. But the thing well, is, well, I'm, the I was reason, just doing it because you were gonna do it. Here's the reason. Here's the reason. Because not only 
is there an X-Men book, but there's also, and I'm going to pull it up right now, yeah, we have Marauders of- number one. Yeah, X- Excalibur number one. Yeah, New Mutants number one. X Force and X Force number one. Yeah. Fallen Angels number one. And then you got to keep continue to cycle, rinse and repeat. And I'm just like, come on, man. That's 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 too much. That's too much. I can't. That's too much of an investment. Yeah. Like that's pretty much like if we reviewed every X Men book. Eli, that would be the show. That would be the whole show. <laughs> like nothing else. No box office nothing that would just be x-men that's it and i'm like that's just too much man i can't i can't i can't well, he's not writing them all is he he's not he's not writing them all no yeah. but he's like the the showrunner because oh, i was i was thinking about marauders i was thinking about uh, x-force and new mutants but the thing is Eli, that you know it's x-men so you can't just read one book yeah. you read one you'll be fucked you won't know what the hell's going on I don't know. That's that's why I'm like I'm just gonna get off this train. I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. He's gonna have to really like he sold me on Powers of X and House of X because that was two books, two running issues, six issues. I could deal with that. This it's too much of an investment. I don't know if I want to jump into this stuff because I got oh, other shit. Be- I there, there better be that Jean Grey fucking Wolverine Cyclops sex tape in the next issue. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Or five, because that's how much <laughs> right, Or ten, are. or whatever the fuck they're going to sell it for. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go next, whatever you want to do next. Okay. Well, should I do Absolute Carnage? Yeah, knock it out. All right. So, Absolute Carnage. Number, what is this, four? That's yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're moving. Is it number, only four? It seems like this. Well, maybe because of the tie-ins and shit. I'm reading all those other books. Uh, well, not all of them. I'm just reading Venom and Miles Morales. But uh, You know they had an Avengers anyway, tie-in, too. Yeah, I didn't read that, though. Well, that's um, the thing. So well, I'm gonna I'm let you. I'm gonna let you finish. But uh, the Avengers, you know, they kept saying about, oh, we got attacked by, uh, we had to fight a symbiote a couple years ago, so like that. And I'm keep thinking in the book, like, okay, Eli, you know me. I've read every Avengers comic ever, right? Mm-hmm. I've never re- read a book where they fought the symbiote. So that's what that tie-in book was, the Avengers tie-in. Oh, okay, so they could fight one. Yeah. So it's a retcon years ago. Shit, bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So whatever. Okay. Um, Secret, secret wars. Okay. (laughs) All right. So basically what's going on, Absolute Carnage, we have uh, Cletus Cassidy. He has been infected with the original symbiote host, uh, the Grendel. He's going around collecting all the codexes, the DNA samples of everybody who has ever been infected by a symbiote. And he's collecting them and turning them. Guy, he's got himself a, a, a carnage horde, and they're trying to resurrect Null, the symbiote god. So what's been going on, Venom and Spider-Man, they've been going around fighting this shit. Um, they teamed up with the Maker, who has uh, built this machine that will suck out all the codexes from the hosts. Um, he's supposed to be destroying them, but it's revealed in this, in this issue that he's actually been collecting them. Um, and last time... Uh, the Avengers showed up and were helping with the fight. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom symbiote was like, you know what, Eddie, you ain't got the balls to do what we need to do. So I'm going to go to the fucking Bruce Banner because, you know, Hulk can smash shit. So that was the last issue. So Hulk bonded with the symbiote, and that's what we pick up here. Hulk, Venom, Hulk, and Carnage are beating the shit out of each other. Um, they're waiting. They're waiting for the other heroes to snap out of it because apparently getting the codex removed kind of incapacitates them for a while. So they need like 10 minutes. 
before the heroes can, you know, kick ass again. So uh, Eddie Brock grabs like Captain America's shield, and is that a what is that? Is that a is is that Winter Soldier's arm or something? He I has? thought it was like an Iron Man arm or something. Was oh, it Iron Man arm? Okay. I, I guess. I, I really wasn't sure. So. He's got an iron fist or a star. So whatever. He's got like a fucking awesome arm that can electrocute shit. And he, <laughs> he starts fighting the symbiotes. Uh, Miles Morales, who's been infected, fights him. And uh, Eddie shocks the shit out of him. And, uh, you know, cures Miles Morales, basically. And fucking... Uh, but then, while... Venom, Hulk, and Carnage are fighting. Carnage sucks the symbiote out of the Hulk. So now he's like all fucking huge and fucking powerful and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when Eddie learns that the maker wasn't destroying the codexes. He was basically saving them. Mm-hmm. So he's got, he goes to the containment unit and goes, all right, motherfuckers, you know, come at me. Just, just fucking, just drop your loads all over me. So he takes all <laughs> So all the symbiotes in that containment unit fucking bond with Eddie. So now we have fucking Hulk Carnage versus, you know, Legion of Venom or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it ends. So the, it's on. And the next issue is the last issue. So that's where we're going to – we'll see what happens, the big-ass battle and shit. So this really picked up. I mean, the last couple issues, because they were you were dealing with the tie-ins and, you know, a lot of exposition and shit, um, this really brought it all together, and this just ran out the gates, and it's just action-packed and just dope. So, yeah, I'm loving this. This is a five out of five. Fuck it. You know, this okay. is a good... I love this event. I'm into it, you know. I'm, I'm going to give it a four out of five only because I know they're building up and saving for the next issue. I know the next issue is going to just be a barn burner. Yeah, I'm gonna say a four. I'm gonna say a four to give room for yeah. the next issue. Yeah, but it was, it yeah, was entertaining I mean, as yeah. fuck. I gotta give you that. Yeah, the building up of the yeah, they're basically. And plus, yeah, I it like a, it that you don't have to read the tie-ins. You can still no. read it straight through. But if you want the tie-ins, that's that's cool. But you could read it straight yeah. through, and you can still figure out everything that's going on. Matter of fact, some of the stuff would be a secret, like you know that the maker being full of shit. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I kind of I yeah. should have guessed that, but I didn't know that. So. Yeah. I mean, I just like that, you know, where Eddie gets, especially that part where Eddie gets all those symbiotes out of the containment unit. And that shit was awesome. Like, that shit was awesome. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I'm as strong as the thing. I can, I'm as, you know, smart and strategical like Captain America and all, blah, 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 blah. You know, and and, that, and that think cool. about it, it makes sense because that's how the symbiote got the Spider-Man powers. It leached the powers from Spider-Man and then gave him the venom because at the end of the day, it's a parasite. That's yeah. like, oh, damn. And it takes on. Takes on the attributes of every host. So, yeah, I like so basically, Eddie Eddie's like full of all these superpowers. Yeah, he's like got the power of the Avengers and by himself. Yeah, by himself, and he's and he's about to take on Hulk. And that's, so, when I when I read that shit, I was like, Danny Case is a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was dope. So, Good. so all right, uh, I get I get the next book. Sure. Okay, I'm going to do Flash Forward number two. Now, I could have did a whole bunch of other books. I could have did Superman versus the Clan and, oh, yeah, Superman year three come out. I'm like, uh-uh, jumping off the train. Spider-Man 2. Oh, really? You still reading that shit? No, I jumped off the train. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the hit DC Universe app. Uh, Spider-Man 2 with, with JJ's son. Like, nope, I'm out. So, oh, yeah. I decided to read Flash Forward 2, and holy shit, Eli, I'm so glad I picked this book. Okay, so this is the book where Wally West has to jump from multiverse to multiverse and shit like that, saving the multiverse. Um, 
He's on Earth 23. Now, if you remember Earth 23, that's the Earth with the black Superman. You know, with that, that's the president black Superman. Cal- Calvinellos, Calio, whatever his name is. He fights him, but apparently it's getting attacked by the dark multiverse is about to eat their planet also. So he has to, you know, save their planet. Uh, but before he does that, he has to run off and do something. Because he, he got something from some, some guy named Temple something. He got something from a guy that he can destroy the multiverse with it. But since the multiverse is collapsing on itself, he's being stopped by two other super teams that think he's the one killing their planet. And these teams are called... The Retaliators, led by American Crusader, and the Zen Men, led by this green shooting dude beam named Uni Orb. So you can kind of get what's going on. It's a fake-ass Avengers and a fake-ass X-Men versus the Flash. So (laughs) they're thinking like, oh, you're evil. We got to put a stop to you before you destroy our planet. And Wally's trying to tell them, look, I'm not the one that's doing it. I'm trying to actually save your planet. They're like, fuck that. Retaliators resemble or some bullshit they say, you know, to tackle. And the thing is, Wally beats the shit out of everybody. Takes out both teams, like, easily. Like, that fake ass Iron Man rushes at him. He takes apart his suit before he can even know what the fuck going on. He just falls out of the sky. You know, like, damn. So, the fake ass Storm and the fake ass Thor blast him with lightning at the same time and takes him down. And Wally's like, yeah, if I was, if it was any other Flash or any other Speedster, they'd be done by now. But yeah, I can absorb lightning and throw it back at you. So he shoots them with lightning and takes them out. You know, just yeah. fucking them up left and right. And I, uh, what the Colossus? Oh, the Hulk version, the fake ass Hulk. What did he call himself? Brute? I think it was the Brute or the the Smite or some shit. Some big ass fucker. Oh, I gotta find his name because his name his name was funny as fuck. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> I'm gonna get this shit. Oh. Uh, because everybody keeps asking who's going to win Hulk or Flash. Flash took his ass out so fast. Oh, here we go. Found it. Behemoth. That was his name. <laughs> he was blue. <laughs> so he's like, Behemoth Bash. You know, he's trying to, like, hit him. And Wally just, like, dies. I'm like, it ain't shit. Uh, he destroys the uh, ground and, like, knocks the other Avenger- uh, retaliators down. And while he's doing that, Wally uh, uses his beam that he got. And he, you know, destroys the multiverse you know, goop that was going to destroy the multiverse shit like that. And they're like, oh, shit, you actually saved us. And Wally's like, that's what I've been trying to tell you the whole time. I was trying to save your planet, and I wasn't the one destroying it. They're like, oh, okay. Then they just leave. That's it. So after that, Wally, uh, then the Justice League comes with Black Superman. Black President Superman shows up with the Black Justice League, you know, with Cyborg and Vixen and and Nubia, not Wonder Woman, but Nubia, and Batman. Batman's still white. <laughs> because Batman <laughs> is always Batman. <laughs> Uh, and they say, well, since you're going to own this crusade, the other multiverses, we can help you out, Flash. Like, nah, I got something to do. He just zips off, and that's it. And then at the end of the book, because, you know, Wally went crazy because he couldn't find his kids and don't think his kids exist, uh, still exist, right? We go to another multiverse where his kids are still alive. But they don't know he's alive, and he don't know they're alive, and that's how the book ends. So, yeah, fun-ass book. Uh, yeah, people want this Flash versus anybody. That shit's done. Because he beat the X-Men and the Avengers by himself easily. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give the book a 4 out of 5. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. This is a fun-ass book, man. I, I like the book. I probably won't keep up with the series, but that book was fun as fuck. So, yeah. That's, that's what I got. All right. Um, let's see. Well, I guess, should I do Batman? Oh, yeah. You did read Batman. On yeah, might as well. I did read Batman. So, Batman, City of Bane... 
Catwoman and Batman are in Gotham, kicking ass, um, fighting their way through the city. And um, last issue, asshole Batman, Thomas Wayne Batman, mm-hmm. had uh, Damien captured. Had him ho- held hostage, about to kill him. Well, the Bat family shows up and starts beating ass. And that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, capture him. They're like, you know what? We were going to like just capture you and let Batman beat the shit out of you. But uh, we took a vote and we decided, you know, we're going to do that ourselves. Because Orphan, it was Orphan. She just said one word, Alfred, <laughs> because he killed Alfred. Right. So they just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so while that's going on, yes, yeah, so that's basically what's happening. Um, of course, Thomas Wayne tried, basically escapes and, uh, um, and is waiting in the manor, and Batman's about to show up. And basically, we're the final showdown between Batman and Bane. Um, that's about it. Uh, I, I like this. I was actually enjoying it. I thought it was cool. I liked seeing the, the Bat family kick ass. You know, Batman and Catwoman kicking ass through Gotham. It's just action. It was just all action. I enjoyed it. I know your boy, John Romita Jr. Yeah, that's art. why I was like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's whatever. I, I, I thought it was cool. I, I, I actually enjoyed it. More, I, I enjoyed This is probably the first Batman book I've enjoyed by from the time of King Lou. So. <laughs> Damn, I mean, he made like 80 books, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, in a while. It's oh, okay. been a while. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he sucks that bad? Because <laughs> I did drop it for a while. Like, I stopped reading, like, back during, like, the nightmare shit. Like a year ago was that was like last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was like yeah, I stopped like stopped reading for like a long time, and then recently, because of the lead up to the end of this run, I started reading again. I don't you know, I barely knew what was going on. Oh, there was some reveal about wasn't there some reveal about Go- uh, Gotham Girl's uh, power? Was she got it from a a version of Bane's venom or something? Oh, I didn't I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I think they were hitting to that, you know, and I wish I could look at it i gotta go yeah i gotta like oh yeah it's this comicsology man i can't flip through the pages like i want, <laughs> like I want to <laughs> but i think that's what happened i think that, that yeah they revealed that and oh yeah there was a twist where uh clayface was disguising himself as joker oh, okay yeah wait so Clayface that was, is a good guy now right yeah yeah he, okay. he has been a good guy yeah so that was that was kind of cool Anyway, I, I enjoyed it. I give it a four out of five. This was, like I said, the first Batman book on the Tom King run. The regular Batman book. Okay. And his and run is almost it. done. It's almost done. It's just a few more. So. Yep. I know you've been hearing the rumor about uh, G3, G5, whatever it is. Uh, G3? No. Yeah, you ain't heard about that. They're saying in 2020, uh, they got a, DC is going to do another crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to, like, reset the universe and shit, and Batman's going to be black and shit. Yeah, Batman's going to be black, and Jonathan Kent, Superboy's going to be Superman, and I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, I know we talked about it before, but now I got some more details about it. They're saying that, you know, that's the rumor going around that it's going to be another crisis. Because they're calling it G5 because they're saying it's been five crises in this yeah. the newest crisis. Yeah. All right. Uh, shoot, I guess I got to do Guardians, huh? Sure. All right, let me knock out Guardians. So this is Guardians, what, nine? Is it nine? Let's see. Ten. Sorry, Guardians ten. ten. Yeah, okay. Ten, okay, so this is Guardians ten. So based on what happens in this book is that last time we left off, Rocket, Moon Dragon, and Groot have found the Magus. But the Magus is a little boy now. 
and the Meg is basically saying the reason he's on this planet is because he was found by the his old worshippers, the Universal Church of Truth. But they're good now. They're not they're no longer evil. So to prove that they're good, they decide to prove that they're not evil by trying to kill the Megas. Because they're, yeah. like, they're like, oh, well, he's eventually going to grow up to be evil anyway, so let's just kill him now. And they don't go the way they expected to because the Megas is still the Megas. So he tells a story to Rocket, Moondragon, and Groot Bay saying, yeah, it was self-defense, but yeah, I had to kill all those guys. Yeah. And, and Moondragon like, how do we know it was self-defense? He's the one telling the story. He might be making this shit up. He might be lying. <laughs> Rocket like, I don't this care. Funny. That was yeah. actually funny. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. Like Rocket, like I don't even care. He, he might be evil. Look, the Jason's got got our got our team. We need to rescue him. He may be batshit crazy. We need him anyway because he's super fucking powerful. So fuck it, let's go. Uh, but Rocket starts, you know, having seizures, collapse and stuff like that. And he's like, it looks like he's about to be done. And Rocket's like, get me to my suit right now. So that weird ass Gundam transformer looking suit he had in the in the other book, they put him in the suit. He transformed, uh, and he's like Robo Rocket now or something. Yeah, the suit keeps him alive. Yeah, yeah. So he's got to wear the suit in order to stay alive now. So we cut back to uh to the the new Universal Church of Truth where Jason is over it, and Star Lord is being choked up by Drax because Drax is back, but not the the old Drax. Well, not the new Drax, but it's the old Drax. The old Drax is back. The one that looked crazy like Stim Starlin drew back in the seventies. It's that Drax. So he's here, but it's, they don't stop there. Then he's he's grown like a whole room of Drax, like Drax clones and stuff like that. So yeah. they all attack uh, Star Lord all at the same time, and Jason like fuck it, kill him. I don't care. But before they can do that, Moon Dragon attacks everybody's mind at the same time and just drop all of a sudden. And Peter's like, shit, do I have superpowers? Fuck, I do. You know, but he didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, so Rocket is just like, okay, drop him. Everybody, calm down. Otherwise, I'm gonna just blast this shit to Kingdom Come. So he. Robo Rocket go goes down there, and uh, Jason's like, "Are you gonna kill me?" And Mega's like, "Oh no, we're not gonna kill you." Before this over, with, you're gonna bow to me. And he got the like bow creepy ass Omen smile. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. T- I know you seen the Omen. You horror fan. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the son of Satan smile he's got going on right now, and that's how the book is. So yeah, pretty fun book. Uh, easy breezy. Uh, still two more issues left in this arc. I yeah. think Case is leaving this book too. Yeah. No, I, I, I love this. this. This might have been my favorite book of the week. Yeah. I, 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 I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it just it just it just went by. It just like so has some stuff going through it. Megas, they need to keep him as a kid. Keep Adam Warlock as a kid. Yeah. And that, that whole story and they're like, he's when they're like, This kid just killed everybody. Really, right. They're, they're like kind of freaking out. He's just sitting there drinking his hot cup of cocoa and shit. <laughs> like he just made the bullshit up. They're like they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, so that whole thing was funny. I like when 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 Rocket and the crew show up at the end and like, hey, we're you know release our friends or we're gonna fucking you know kick your ass. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking you're you're dead. You started a war or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I was kind of hoping you'd say that. Prepare to be boarded, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They crashed the ship in, into the ship. I forgot that we we yeah. got a new ship called the Bowie. <laughs> yeah, the Starship Bowie. I was, <laughs> and he just they just like fucking. Kamikaze it through the. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. about that part. That part was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they just show up and uh, you were gonna bow to me and all that. I was like, oh, that was dope. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, they get this probably gonna have yeah. to deal with eventually. So yeah. yeah. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I liked it. It was cool, easy breeze. But I just want to see where the story goes from there. Because that, because I don't know what other conflict they have. Because it seemed like they they won. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's my thing. Just, well, they got they got a whole horde of Draxes to deal with. <laughs> True, but Moon Dragon took them out like like nothing. Oh yeah, I suppose that was just like I, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll <laughs> all right, uh, but all right. that's well, all I guess, got. I'm, I'm booked out. So. All right, I guess I'll do this. Uh, Something is killing the children. Number two. So this is a hard book uh, by James James Tiny in the fourth. Um, who will be writing Batman coming up soon. Have you seen the picture and, of that guy? Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. I, I, I should check my Twitter. I've seen yeah, him, he yeah. looks like a Best Buy employee, man. That's the guy you're going to get Batman? <laughs> I don't know, he's supposed to look cooler, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, he's like Frank Miller in the 80s or some shit. You're like, you look like you're supposed to Every, do drugs when you play you, you, you do a Batman book. Everybody can't look like Greg Capullo. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you should if you're going to write Batman. <laughs> Drawn Batman with those fucking huge guns. Drawn Batman and shit. Right. <laughs> Flexing and shit. Right. Drawn the cowl. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so something is killing the children, number two. Basically, there's a, um, a monster's going around killing children. Uh, in the first issue, we are introduced to, what was that kid's name? I can't remember his name. Anyways, a monster killed everybody, all his friends except him. He survived. No one believes them that it's a monster. Um, and uh, all these kids are missing in the town. And there's a there's this monster slayer. I believe her name is Erica. She basically goes to that town because she's a monster killer. And somehow she knows what's going on. Um, this issue, we, we get a little bit more sense of what's happening. Um, she is there to investigate. She's tracking all the missing kids, kind of sort of uh, triangulate the location of where this monster is. We're getting, um, we're dealing with the the town a little bit more, the, that Americana Riverdale setting of horror, like most horror movies are at. My favorite kind of horror movies, you know, small town horror where everybody knows each other, but there's always some sort of sinister shit going on. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, they don't, they're they're kind of suspicious of this monster slayer who shows up, and um, they don't trust her. And then there's a reveal at the end. She's this monster killer has been getting phone calls um, from whatever agency, like whatever I don't know, the Avengers or whatever, um, and but, you know, kind of checking in on her on her work. And at the end of the last page, we find out that the person she's talking to is some weird ghost octopus monster girl. So I don't know if she's alien. Or what? But um, yeah. So whatever whatever organization that this monster killer belongs to, yeah, it's some weird shit happening. So I'm intrigued. I'm digging the book. I give it a four out of five. I'm I'm gonna read the next issue. I dig this shit. It's a horror book. It's Halloween. Hey. Yeah. That's all I got. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Oh shit. I, are we we done? That's all I got. All I got. Okay, we we we've done it. Okay, so if you listen this long, hit the like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely listen to our sister podcast, Geek Sam. I don't know what they're gonna do. Eli probably didn't know what they're gonna do. I <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll go. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, we also have comic cast. Like I said, all the books that we didn't feel like doing because we're lazy, they did them. So definitely listen to what they did, and definitely listen to. How their opinion contrasts from us, also, because that's always pretty interesting too. Uh, 
and get Valiant. They're losing their shit right now. Yeah, they're going to have a field day with this bloodshot trip. Right, so definitely listen to them. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think I'll tune in this week. You know, <laughs> see what's going on with them. Uh, Hoodoo TV, uh, Talking Balls, you know, uh, Instruments Instruction. I got to say this about Instruments Instruction. Okay, now we talked all the stuff about uh, Martin Scorsese and Francis Coppola shitting on Marvel movies. And then there's this meme going around where Orson Welles, who raised from the grave and also shit on Marvel oh, movies. Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, an article or something. Yeah. <laughs> that will not happen. I'm going to tell you why that will not happen. Orson Welles is fucking Unicron. Look that shit up. In real life. In real <laughs> He eats fucking planets. That's what the fuck he does. <laughs> so if you want to make an argument about it, Orson Welles damn near created the comic book movie. <laughs> Among Citizen Kane. Uh I'm gonna do it, yeah. Which is better? Transforming the movie or Citizen Kane? <laughs> oh, and damn. watch the internet eat itself alive with that one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh and I, I'm probably got some more podcasts. I forgot about them. Uh next week we'll do something else, maybe a Halloween special. I don't know. We'll we'll play it by ear. Oh, Let's... did you hear Oh, I was gonna say, um, Candyman is on Netflix. Is it? I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. You wanna do a commentary? We can. Eli, I, I just, I just, I just thought about something. Okay, now you know why I, I've never really seen any scare movies. Cause you're scared. Yeah, black folks don't do horror movies. <laughs> I realized that because somebody posted a, 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 a post one time, and it was in a, like all mostly black group and stuff like that. And people were like, "What's your favorite horror movie?" And everybody said the same thing. Well, I don't fool with that scary shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't do- <laughs> So I'm like, okay, so I'm not alone in this. Okay. But you know what? We'll, we can do a commentary on com- uh, Candyman. It's Halloween. Why not? It's Halloween, man. It's Candyman. Okay. If I scream like, like a little bitch, like- we'll just edit that. <laughs> oh. All right. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
Bitch.